in my past, I've gotten laid off two or three times. If I didn't have my business, I would not have survived throughout the layoffs. I'm in the big leagues, told them don't miss me. Ballin' like Houston, ayy, feelin' like Whitney. I need a bag, bruh, send it through quickly. I'm making his dog, like I'm in the big leagues. Told him that I gotta go, dog. I'm riding a road, y'all. I think that I'm back in my bag now. So for the listeners who don't know you, uh, if you can just introduce yourself and just give us a bit of your background. My name is CB Bosa. I'm from Columbus, Ohio originally, but I live in Dallas, Texas as we speak. C stands for Chiadu. It's a name from Nigeria. My family is Nigerian, but I was raised in America my whole life. Uh, I used to live in Ohio and New York City, but now I live in Dallas, Texas today. So what is your business? What do you do today? Yeah, today I own a real estate brokerage called Bosa Group. Uh, Bosa is my last name, as I said. Um, we specialize in apartment locating, home buying, and home selling across Texas. We have partners across the nation. So if you need help finding a place in uh, in New York, we have people in New York. We have people across the nation who can help out. And uh, so how did you get things started with uh, the brokerage? What were the beginning yeah. stages and the things you needed to get things going? Five years back, I got my real estate license. And in order to become a broker, you have to practice from, from four to five years. Um, after practicing five years, I decided to get my broker's license. Uh, so I got that in November of last year. And then I had my own company when I just had my real estate license, but I turned that company into an independent brokerage. You know, in starting any business adventure, usually you need somewhat of an initial investment or funding to get things going. Did you need initial inv- an initial investment? And, and if so, what was that initial investment? Yeah, it was self-funded. So you have to pay for real estate school, number one. I would say that's around $1,000. But then you have your initial real estate fees. And so I would say that's around one to two thousand dollars as well. So I would say in total three to four thousand dollars to have initially when you're starting a real estate business. But you have to remember that when you're in real estate, uh, in a, in in a realtor or a broker, it's commission only. So you don't get a salary, you don't get a monthly stipend. You have to work for the money you receive. So okay, and on that initial investment, I know you said it was only a couple thousand dollars. Would you say the returns have been satisfactory? I'm assuming so. Otherwise, you wouldn't be Absolutely. carrying on with business, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's uh, paid off in dividends. I think my first year, um, so my first complete year was in 2019. I think it paid around 54000 And then after that, it jumped to eighty three, And then on and on, it's only gone upwards since. So super happy with the investment. And so would you consider this your passion or would you do something else or pursue a different path if you were given the choice? So I think my passion lies in both consulting and people and technology. So I have a background in technology, but I do enjoy real estate as well. But I think I enjoy the people more than just the transaction. And so I think the reason why I succeed is because I build relationships with people and I help them out with their search for the next home. So um, I'm passionate about the business and I'm passionate about the people I get to work with more than just the business alone. Yeah. From what I understand about real estate, it's like, it's quite a different business to a normal nine to five, right? Like a normal nine to five, usually you're sitting behind your desk at your laptop, whatever it is, eight, nine hours. But I think if I'm not mistaken, and you can obviously back me up here, like with real estate, you're interacting with people and it's a bit bit of a different kind of kind of work, right? Which is which is cool. So it's it's quite it's quite suited to the entrepreneur kind of spirit, I think. It is. So I'm unique. I'm a hybrid of the two. So I do have a nine to five and I also have my real estate business. So my real estate business is a side hustle, but I spend my nights, my weekends, my early mornings working on my business. I like 
the combination of both it challenges me in various ways oh crazy okay i didn't know it was the i thought it was your main thing like your main focus so what what is the nine to five is it in a related field or something else oh something else i'm in tech consulting so i consult with marketing technology clients uh, and i help them out with various goals that they have so that's crazy so how how have you found it like balancing the two has it been quite difficult or have you like been able to keep it consistent like how have you gone about managing the two is it like quite a strict routine or what's your experience there Uh, for me i wake up early i stay up late but i think for me now that i have a team they truly help out during the day in case anything comes up but my thought behind it is that when it comes to real estate everybody who's buying a house or finding an apartment they work a normal nine to five for the most part and so i do too i and then when you're off i'm off too working for you on finding your next home so i've been able to find a good balance between the work and business and keeping everything separate and such but it's uh it's been fun but also challenging sometimes as well yeah for sure and i'm you know i'm not sure if i am accurate here but i'm assuming the goal would the goal be to stop the nine to five eventually and just go full time with your own thing well believe it or not i like my nine to five a lot right now so i can't say that's the true goal maybe eventually in the next few years but for right now i like having both like in my nine to five if it wasn't challenging me then i would say yes i'm ready to jump and ready to hop in the next year but I literally get to learn something new every single day at my nine to five. So I like having both at the moment. So And being someone, so being someone who's obviously juggling a few different things up in the air um, and you've been obviously working on your brokerage for about, I think you said five or six years. Six years of real estate, six months of having the brokerage. Six years of real estate, six months of the brokerage. Yeah. Have you ever sat back and felt like you've made it? And if not... What would that feel like to you? Yeah, that's a good question. I, Calvin, me and you are both super ambitious people. So I think it's hard for us to say we've made it because we always want what's next. And I'm at the point where I'm going for what's next. I have never really gotten to that point where I say, okay, I've made it. I can relax. Like I'm always up for what's next. And right now my focus is on growing the brokerage uh, and getting as many clients as possible and helping as many people out as possible as well. So not there yet hope to be there in the next few years but i'm still working towards it okay so is there like a if i hit this one goal then i'll feel like i've made it kind of thing or is it not that clear for you at this point the number i had in mind is 1.2 million per year because i mean i I don't think i really need much more than that am i close to that i have i have a lot of work to do just to be completely transparent but i know it's possible in the field that i'm in and if i put a few things in place and get the right people in place i think we can definitely get to that point we're just not there just yet and uh you know you mentioned um just a moment ago that you've obviously faced some challenges if you had a time machine and you could go back in time is there anything that you would change or do differently yeah absolutely so as an entrepreneur one thing i would tell any entrepreneurs if i were to do anything differently today it would have been save more money uh i was the type of person when i first started when i saw it i wanted to go and spend it and have fun and travel the world and do what i want to do live your Uh, best life yeah and i enjoyed it it was great i had fun no regrets but if i could go back and do something differently i think it would be to save more money and invest more towards the business rather than towards fun and expenses and uh just a bit of a fun question speaking about time travel if you could choose to go back into the past or to go into the future from a business sense which one would you pick? I would go into the past. I think there's a couple things I could have done differently to better prepare myself for what's today. But oh man, that's a that's a tough question. I think past is the answer, but I'm excited for the future. 
So <laughs> cool. That I like that. I like that. It's all about balance. And then so in life, right, we've already spoken about it. We face different challenges. Doesn't matter our background, our race, our gender, whatever it might be, we obviously face face our own unique set of challenges. What is one of the most trying challenges that you've faced so far? It could be personal, could be business related, but what would you say is one of the most trying challenges you've faced? I was used to having two streams of income and in my past, I've gotten laid off two or three times, okay? The business, my Bosa Group, my company is what allowed me to stay in Texas. If I didn't have my business, I would not have survived throughout the layoffs because I was spending money, having fun and everything like that. But I think those layoffs that I experienced Help me keep in mind that I need to save money. And so I think the biggest challenge for me was going through those layoffs and realizing that I have to focus and build my business even more so I don't have to leave. I think the motivation was I need to stay in Texas. I don't want to move back to Ohio. I don't want to move to New York. I want to stay in Texas. So yeah. that was the best challenge so far. And uh, you touched on this a bit earlier about you know the goal of wanting to achieve 1.2 mil um, a year. Uh, but what would you say is next for your business? Yeah, so absolutely. I think for right now, the plan is to grow the number of agents. So the number of agents you get, the more deals being closed, the more revenue the business gets. So um, in order to get a million dollars, it's 10,000 times 100. So if you do 100 houses, that will lead to a million dollars, right? But you don't want 100 houses by myself can be challenging, right? And that's just 100, $300,000 houses. I can do more expensive houses or cheaper houses or whatever. But if I get more agents... For, to join us to help us get to that pursuit we can get to that goal even faster and so my focus right now is getting more agents to join bosa group the brokerage and uh yeah i mean i'm sure you've probably heard the the analogy yourself like the only way to build a house is to lay one brick at a time and if you have these big goals you break it down so like you said you have the i think you said ten thousand times 100 right so yeah you just have to break it down like that but that's cool what is the worst piece of advice you've ever gotten you know it's funny my manager at work told me this yesterday. Uh, he said that, and now that I think about it, and it's going to throw you off right now too, it's the worst piece of advice. Uh, it says that knowledge is power. We hear that all the time from people, right? Okay. Yeah. Because knowledge is not power. You can have all the knowledge and not use it. Using the knowledge that you have is power. Knowledge itself is not power. I hear knowledge is power all the time, but if you don't use the knowledge you have to build something or to grow something out, it's not powerful at all. So you have to use it. Yeah, that's a bit of a, you have to wrap your mind around that one at first. But yeah, that does make sense. And at the moment, would you say you're happy? I'm happy. Yeah, I'm at a good point in my life where overall, I'm I'm happy. I'm not where I want to be, but I'm happy. Like money isn't going to make me happier. Like I, I can get more things and stuff like that. But right now I'm just at a point in my life where like, I have things going for me. I have the business. I have the job. I have people in my life that I'm thankful for. I, I'm, I'm happy where I, I'm happy at the moment. But being ambitious like we are, we always want more, right? So <laughs> I'm still for the top. I want more. I want more people on my team. I want more things in my life and stuff like that. But at this moment, I'm happy where I am today. That's cool. It's like you're happy, but you're not content with the way things are. You want more. I get that. I get that 100%. What would you like your tombstone to say one day? You brought people together. Okay. I like that. When I moved to Texas, there's two things I wanted to accomplish when I was here. I had no idea how I was going to do it. But because I didn't, when I came here, I didn't have a business. All I had was a job. 
but I wanted to contribute to the growth of Texas because it's a Texas, it's a state where people are moving to all the time. Contribute to the growth and bring people together. And so if I could be known as the guy who brought people together, uh, whether it's friendships, relationships, workshops, whatever it is, I want to be known as that guy and hopefully they can write that on my tomb. Awesome. Um, well, I sure, I'm sure they will after all the people you're going to deal with in your, in your brokerage. I have no doubt. And if you were in my seat, what would you ask yourself and what would the answer be? Good question. Um, I would ask myself, how do you deal with rejection? And the answer I would say is that you have to go through a certain number of no's to get that yes. Me, I'm lucky. I know it doesn't seem like I'm lucky, but I've been rejected since I was five years old. I was a nerd growing up. You know, I was a nerd in college. I And I was a nerd and I didn't have the best grades, just to be clear. I didn't have the best grades, but I wore glasses, pants were higher. So I've been getting no's my whole life, right? So I was used to no's. But when you're building a business, going through rejection can be challenging. It can be tough because you're like, why are they... Why aren't they using me and why are they using somebody else? But going through no's will lead to a yes. And then yeses will lead to more yeses. It's just a part of the process and you have to keep going and keep pushing through. Uh, and lastly, what is one message you would give to a young entrepreneur? Um, you can think of it as a success nugget that you have held onto throughout your life that you can pass on to them. We've touched on a few already, um, but if you maybe have you know, one key thing that you'd like to share with them. It's interesting. I was telling somebody this today. In real estate, everybody's a potential client, right? Everybody needs a place to live. However, in entrepreneurship, never give up. It's a part, it's going to get hard. It's going to get challenging. Um, my When I was going through a hard time, my one of my friends who's an entrepreneur, his business is doing really well, he said, try to aim for 1% better every day. Text that person, email that person make that post, send that message, give that, make that call. One thing every day, at least to help you go even further. Uh, those things all add up to being a success. And uh, with those things, you will reach your goals. Yeah, that's like a compounding effect because you're adding 1% onto yesterday's 1%, onto the day before's 1%. But yeah, just before we sign off, now's your chance to give your business a little bit of a shameless plug. Uh, just tell the listeners where they can find you and your business. Absolutely. So you can find us on Instagram. Uh, me on Instagram is CB Bosa, B-O-S-A-H, CB and then Bosa. My company is Bosa Group, B-O-S-A-H Group. Uh, we're on Instagram, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook, all across the board. So feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn, add me on Instagram, whatever it is. Feel free to connect. I'm looking forward to connecting with all of you. All right, CB. Well, I appreciate the time, man. Uh, hopefully, I'll uh, chat to you soon. If I'm ever out in Dallas, maybe we could link up. That'll be epic. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Cheers, brother. Thanks for having me. What is up, you absolute weapons? Thank you for watching and listening to None of Your Business. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. And if you want to follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and all of those beautiful places, you can find the links in the description below. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Until next time. Like I'm in a big loop.